It's a brand new day. That's right. Tiffany G. The day that the Lord has me. Okay, okay, let's go, yo. Let the song play. What, what, listen up, what you gotta say. Spin a hit, get with it, it's your daily bread. Word is out from the mouth, what's it all about? Bible food coming through, wanna get with you. Another opportunity for a positive change. Do what this thing is. Your brain, your yeah. brain. A minister from Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Uh, I'm a teacher and a preacher. Seeker, yeah. teaching God on gospel songs. Words going like a girl, she's scared his own. Gotta keep it in the day. Stephanie J. Listen up, word up, what I got to say. Uh, yo, what I got to say. Uh, talking about Stephanie J. That's me. She had no attention for about an hour. She was shouting with the stars from power. Seeking what you need to know, taking from the radio. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time is most appropriate for you as you are tuning in to my podcast. Welcome to a brand new day with Stephanie J. I am so excited about this day. What day? It's nothing special, particularly other than. It is the day that the Lord has made and the Bible declares that we should rejoice and we should be glad in it. So if for no other reason, I am rejoicing today because I am alive, I am well, I am in the land of uh, the living, as my grams used to say. How about you? I hope that you are in a position right now, if you are hearing me, to declare the same, no matter what is going on, no matter what it looks like, no matter what I'm dealing with right now, I am alive and that is a good place to begin. In fact, I stated this morning in our prayer time that today is, it's a brand new day and it is a day, it is an opportunity to start fresh, to start new. We do not have to bring yesterday into this day unless we choose to. And so I made a conscious choice that today is going to be a great day. And thus far, it has been. And so that's where I am at this moment. And what I did was pause from something that I was doing. I'm actually cooking right now. I have to go out uh, in a little bit, but I'm cooking, had a lot of cooking to do today. And so I thought I'd take advantage and get some in-house stuff done, but I felt compelled to just take a few moments and share something that is on my heart. And so I'm going to do that momentarily, but let me quickly tell you where my podcasts can be picked up. A brand new day with Stephanie J can be heard, of course, on Anchor. Pandora, Breaker, Apple Podcast, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon, GO7, that's J-I-O-S-A-A-V-A. 
end. And I have that knowing feeling that I'm forgetting something because I don't have my card in front of me. Uh, podcast addict. I don't believe that I said that. That's another one. But anyway, I would like to say thank you to all who make this possible. Everyone who is behind the scenes, the, the actual platforms that enable us to express ourselves. And I want to say thank you to all of my listeners, even to the new listeners. I've seen over the uh, past few days, I'm looking at the analytics screen. And I'm seeing that I have about four new listeners. And so I'm grateful Welcome, welcome, welcome. And um, I'm going to switch back over my screen here. And I wanted to share something, and this is pretty personal uh, for me, but I, as always, I know, you know, I'm not the only person dealing with this, and I'm not the only person here at this particular point. And so if I can offer something by way of encouragement, well, that's what I'm here for. I said it when I first started, you know, these podcasts well over a year ago, close to 200 episodes now between two podcasts. I do this. I take time out of my schedule and I share a lot because I have a hope to inspire, to motivate, to encourage. I'm not here to forecast doom and gloom and, you know, just keep updating, you know, the status of things going on around the globe, even though from time to time I will mention something, but that is not where I stay. That is not where I focus. So that's what I'm here for. And I, you know, it started, I guess, about two days ago, but I'm aware and I'm, I'm very cognizant of the fact right now that I've been uh, dealing with some things uh, lately that is somewhat causing, and I'm going to be careful how I, how I say this, um, it's been causing me a little anxiety and stress Although, let me let me put this out there. Although I have not been stressed out and I've not allowed it to affect me, but I'm just totally voicing this for someone who may be there to, to let you know that we're all human. We're all having this. I'm sorry, we're all we're spirit beings, but we're having this human experience. And, you know, we go through trials and we go through tests and things happen. And there are things that come about that we cannot necessarily stop or control, especially when we have to be in relationship with other folk. So, yeah, um, some things that I've been noticing and I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about it. Um, two days ago, I had an encounter that really affected me. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about this. I um, was driving down our road 
um, leaving, you know, our our property. We we live in a townhome community that's kind of off the major highway, and you turn up a street to get to it, and we're kind of in the back. And so I'm coming down the road in the morning, like in the early morning, like after nine, I guess like after nine o'clock. And I'm just cruising. You know, I turned on the radio and I'm just kind of taking my time. I wasn't in a rush anywhere, thank God. But I'm just coming on down the road and out of nowhere... This little, we'll call him a little tiny tot because this baby was so little. He was so tiny. We have a, a small section now. Cars park up and down this road, unbeknownst to me why people would leave their car. I understand some people hide their cars there uh, because it's, you know, uh, a street that they don't come and check for cars or whatever. So a lot of people do hide their vehicles or when they can't park on the apartment complex, uh, which is right on the side. Um, in fact, my in-laws live on, on this particular apartment prop property or whatever. So, um, cars will be lined up and down the street, but there's a grassy area leaving the apartment complex. And then you step right into the street or the road that is a long winding road, houses all over, and then our townhomes in the back. So this little tiny tot out of nowhere steps into the street from the grass, but he's running and I'm several feet back and when I saw him I just stopped and I put my car in park now I'm sitting there for all of about I'm gonna say a good two minutes because I was waiting to see who this baby was with and I in my mind of course I was like who is allowing this child to run ahead of them like this to run out in this street where cars are constantly flying down or turning in so finally, the young mother appears and she's like slow walking and she has, I couldn't see everything, but I could see that she had some bags and I could see her mouth moving because I had my radio. I could see her mouth moving. So I'm, I know that she was calling the child's name, but he was not listening. He just continued to run in the street and so when he got up to my car i said wait for mommy i said wait for your mommy this little boy just took off running so i didn't budge this is one of those situations where i was i was thinking quick but i you know i didn't want to approach her in a manner where you know i've made her feel like I was scolding or judging her. You know, we all, we can do that sometimes. Like, what, what is your problem? You letting this, I, I did not even want it to come off in that way, but I was sitting there like, there's no way I can just go on and not say something. So she darted, you know, her eyes over to me a few times, like, oh, I know she's going to say something. And what I didn't realize is that she had a small baby attached to the front of her in a, you know, in a carrier. And I mean, it was a tiny baby, probably about 
a few weeks old, no more than a few weeks old. And, you know, she's walking really slow, trying to carry the stuff. So I smiled. And although I know that she's younger than I am, I said, ma'am, I said, I don't have to tell you. I know I don't. I don't have to tell you how the cars just come flying down this road. And she nodded. She said, I know. I, because most of the time, and I, I turn and I drive up when cars are coming down. The average car, including my husband. Yes, I'm going to put him out there because I used to have to say, stop speeding down this road like this. You know, somebody comes, you won't have time to stop. If a car was speeding, they would not have stopped until they got up to that stoplight. And that's about where the tiny tot just crossed and ran into the street. So thank God no other cars were coming. And what she said to me was all too common. She said, he just won't listen. I said, you know, I, I said, I'm not a big advocate for seeing parents. And, you know, sometimes I see it in the daycares, you know, I said, you know how people uh, put that strap around them and they will attach the child to it. And she nodded. I said, in some cases, I think it might be a little necessary. I said, I don't know. Maybe that's something that you want to consider if he's not listening. I said, he's so little. And she said, I know, I know. And I said, well, you know, you have a blessed day, ma'am. And I drove off. That thing bothered me a lot throughout the day. In fact, it, it affected me when I, when I got out on the road. And I made a U-turn because I was going, you know, our, our road divide. I was headed the opposite way. After about a good three or four blocks out of way, I said, I didn't make my turn where I was going. I'm just cruising on down the highway. And I, and I did what I always do. I immediately sent up a prayer for this mother and her children. And, you know, I was just asking God to, God to cover them, to protect them, to send her the help that she needed. I mean, I looked in her face and she looked tired. She looked weary. I'm, I'm going to try to say this without being offensive because for some reason people get really offended when you talk about weight as if it's something new especially for, and I understand now she just had a baby not long ago, but she is on the heavy side, you know, especially to be so young. And so that's a part of what was slowing her down, carrying these bags, carrying this baby. And she's just walking so slow to the point where all I could think of, if something had happened, you know, if a car was coming, that baby would have been hit before she even stepped off the grass into the street to see her child. It, it just, it horrified me. It really did. And I thought about them a few times more in the evening. I prayed again. And then when I was driving down the next day, I'm in my car and I'm driving slow. And my mind is just on that family. And so, man, it's it's just, it's so much stuff happening around us. But then even on the day-to-day, -day, the daily, in our community, there are people that are stressed 
to the max. I mean, we were in five below. This was over a week ago. And I, I ended up having a conversation with a lady who was in the store. And then we both ended up at Walmart together. And um, it was a young, and no, they were not black. I'm sorry. It was a young white family, a young uh, mother and father. And they had like three small children all around the same age. And the father was carrying a small baby, uh, an infant. And one of the kids kept running past me. She was playing on some type of little, you know, little mini scooter or something. And she was by herself. And so when I went over to the section where my son was looking around, I heard this loud yelling and what the person said, I thought it was an argument between adults or someone at the store. The person said, get the F, use your imagination, out of the store now. And so I quickly turned around to see that it was the father yelling at the little girl that kept coming by me. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I looked, I just stood there and the mother grabbed the little girl's hand and she grabbed the other daughter and they proceeded to walk out the store. And I was thinking like, hmm, if he's like that in the store, I don't even want to see what goes on in the home. And so I don't know if you're like me, you know, and yes, I said a prayer. That's all I can do. That's, that's all I know to do. But I'm like, God, send these people some help. God, your people need help. And then on top of all of the other things, we're dealing with our world changing daily problems, globally problems you know, economically, problems nationally, you know, problems in our communities, problems in our neighborhoods, problems in the government, just problems, 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 problems. And then you and you alone know what you're dealing with in your personal lives. We're dealing with death and we're dealing with the loss of loved ones and relationships and people are ill and there are, you know, uh, effects of COVID and then people are dying daily from sicknesses and diseases, COVID and non-COVID related. And my God, it's just like, it's endless to me. It's like, well, you know, we know that this is the end. We know revelation clearly tells us that the world is quickly fading away and we are closer and closer to his return. And I understand all of that. I do. I understand all of that. And so what I've been doing, and I realized this, I don't, I don't want to make this too long. So let me get to what I noticed I was dealing with. I know you hear, if you've heard enough of my podcast, you know, I talk a lot of positively, positive, positivity. And I keep pretty much an upbeat view and I will share and I will be transparent about situations that I've been through or that I'm going through in hopes of, you know, relating to others because I want you to see Stephanie J has stuff going on as well, but I'm just at a place in my life where it's just better. It's so much better, but 
That doesn't mean that I'm not still dealing with things. And normally I don't let things fester. I just, I deal with it and I just keep it moving. And then the rest of the day, I'm like, okay, let's do ABC. Let's not dwell here, you know, and things of this nature. Well, the last, I'm going to say about two weeks, I've noticed that I've been speaking a lot of things that I should not have been speaking in regards to my circumstances. You know, I've even been praying or venting some days, just talking to God like, all right, I've had enough of this guy. Enough is enough now. And I keep hearing myself say, I'm tired, God. I'm I'm just tired. I'm weary. I'm tired of dealing with this guy. Come on, step in and do something about this guy. I've I've had enough. Some days I have phone calls to make. I've made it known through a few of the past episodes, maybe the five, six episodes I've mentioned that I am dealing with uh, legal issues and things in my home. Uh, I didn't give a lot of specific details because I just didn't want to, didn't feel the need to. The people involved know what's going on. Now, the good thing is I am not the suey, <laughs> not chop suey, but I'm not the suey in the situation. So it's a little different. I'm the suer. I am the neglected party. And um, it still entails talking with attorneys, getting paperwork together, uh, meetings here, and then I'm dealing with other things. And then the natural day-to-day you know, responsibility. Sometimes it, it, it just gets to be too much. And I just started saying like, I got, I'm, I'm tired of this season. God, I've had enough. I am tired. I am tired. Well, guess what? After a while, I noticed that some days I'm really feeling tired and sluggish. I've actually had to come back in the house, shower, take a nap, and then get up and proceed to do the things that I need to do. I've been feeling really sluggish, right? And then I started noticing about a week ago when I lie down at night, regardless as to what time I've been lying down, be it early, a couple nights I tried to lay down, I say around a 10 10 hour or whatever. And then sometimes I'm going to bed like 12, one o'clock in the morning, you know, and I've realized that I feel anxiety and, and like stress in my stomach and the way my body reacts to stress is my, my nerves get tight and, you know, um, whenever I get like bad news, you know, or, or I've gotten bad news in the past, you know, I get that phone call about a loved one. The first thing that happens is my stomach starts twisting up in knots. And all of a sudden I get weak and I have no appetite to eat. Normally I won't eat for several days. And when I try, it's very difficult. And so I try at all costs not to allow myself to get to that state. And it just kind of snuck up on me. It wasn't like something happened and I was in the midst of something and I noticed it. No, when I laid down, I noticed that my body was not at rest the way it had been. 
And I had to investigate it a little bit. And basically, it was the thoughts that I've allowed to fester, the things that I begin to speak. And you know, this is a trick of the enemy. The Bible said he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. You've heard me on many podcasts say how much peace I have, how I'm going on, how I'm moving on with God, and my world is at peace, and I'm I'm drama-free, and I don't have the drama folks in my life and I'm going on and enjoying my days and the devil sits back and listens and mm-hmm. yeah I hear you but let's cook up some stuff over here let's let's reintroduce this stuff because he doesn't want you to be free he can't he can't do that it's that that goes against his nature it goes against his job the bible tells you that's what he comes for and so I found myself tossing and turning and getting up. You know, I, I usually drink a little bit of water. I try not to drink so much through the night, but I just found myself getting up like every 15, 20 minutes and I'm sitting at the edge of my bed and, and thoughts are just whirring around my mind and I'll have a thought like, oh boy, I, I never called the lawyer back. I have to call tomorrow. I have to do this. I have to go through these emails and I have to find this and I have to get that and I have to send this to this person and then I need to call about this and then I need to go. So the anxious thoughts started to come and then they began to affect my rest. And then I noticed after about four or five days, I'm feeling tired because I'm waking up and I'm going to sleep and I'm waking up and I'm going to sleep and I'm waking up and I'm going to sleep. And this is all through the night. And so thank God I'm aware. Thank God I'm, I'm, I'm alert because I'm not going to allow the devil to continue with his sneak attacks. He's not going to get me to the place where, you know, I'm walking around and I'm upset. Because do, do you all understand our thoughts and our words are so powerful? Now, look at what I said for the last about two weeks. I've, I've been not just saying it. I've been praying it. God, I'm tired. God, I'm tired. The Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue and I keep speaking it. And so what your body, your brain, I've read and I've studied a lot through the years on neuroscience. The brain is, although I don't like to look at it, the brain is one of my favorite topics to study. I just think it's so amazing. And so I listen to a lot of people teaching about the brain. I I wrote all kinds of flashcards out and I read books and blogs is something that I just like to do. So I understand the effects very well of the thoughts in the mind and the brain, the body brain connection. And I just somewhat, I got so frustrated because I started looking at the circumstances. And then I started to look at the length of time that I've been in this and I've been dealing with this. And I started saying, God, come on now. I'm tired. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I've had enough. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. I've been here and there and I'm running around and I'm calling this person and I'm dealing with this. God, I'm tired. Take it away. God, I've had enough. And your brain hears that. Your mind is always tuned in and is listening for instructions and directives. And so it's saying, okay, she's tired. She's tired. Well, we need to give her some more reasons to be tired so she can get some rest. (laughs) And so 
I started experiencing back pain for a few days. Cause see, it's it's like a um it's like a snowball effect. Once it starts rolling, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So now I'm waking up in the middle of the night and I'm like, man, my back is hurting. What have I done? I'm not, you know, doing strenuous exercise or anything. In fact, I had been dancing and stuff. Well, after about two or three days, my back was really, really hurting. And so it's it's just it's just the effects of it, you know, and it started with the thoughts and then the thoughts I started, you know, manifesting the words. Isn't that how God spoke the world into existence? He had a thought, he had an idea. And then the word of God says, and God said, and God said, so if we were created in his likeness and image, that means that he created us with the same abilities. And so we create our world the same way. So just pay attention guys to what you're saying, to what you're speaking, to what you're thinking, because we don't always always realize and 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 then when it does manifest how often do we not like what's manifested because see I don't like what began to happen in my world over these past few weeks so I had to melt down I had to sit still I had to get quiet I prayed I repented God forgive me for using my mouth for purposes other than what you have created me to do. God, I've spoken this negative. God, I keep giving you negative reports as if I have to tell him anything. He already knows what's going on. And so the enemy comes in because he wants to stop you from get, giving praise. He wants to stop you from using your words to create. He wants to stop your productivity. He wants to keep you in bondage. And I'm like, no, 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 devil. So yesterday in my car, I put on a word from um, Elder Matthews, Elder Kevin Matthews, probably about 10 or more years ago. I took his courses for, I think it was eight weeks in Maryland, uh, how to study the Bible for yourself. And he's a dynamic teacher. And he came on the radio when I was in the car on Sunday. And I said, oh, wow, I forgot all about him. And so I listened to half of the message until I got home. And then I went and looked him up. And I found um, a few intriguing messages, but one was watch your mouth. And I was like, oh, Lord, I need to hear that one. And so I put that on and I was in and out of the car on yesterday, but I was listening to it you know, when I would get back into the car. And so it was time for me and maybe some of you out there need to grab a hold of this and do the same thing. You know, it's not that we get off course because we're going to, we're going, it's, it's inevitable. You're not always going to hit it 100%, especially on this side. We're still on the human side. We've not yet been perfected. I've been saying for years and telling people for years, When you arrive, there will be no need for you to continue to be on this earth. And I'm quite sure God will call you on home if you're all that in a bag of chips, as we used to say. You got it all together. You don't make mistakes. Then you've already reached your level. So anyway, every now and again, we need to go back. Every now and then we need to regroup. And I had to do that. I've taken a few nights just to sit and relax and soak in my spa bath. And I don't mean like the spa. I mean, you know, at home, ladies, you know how we do. We add our bath salts and oils and things like that. And I've just soaked 
and sit quiet and meditate with that soft light on in the bathroom and I'm thinking about my circumstances and what I need to do and it's like okay it's time for me to get quiet and it's time for me to let you handle this because me telling you what I want and what I don't want and God do it this way and don't do it that and God I'm tired of that's not producing anything but death and he tells us in his word, choose life that you and your descendants may live. He said, behold, I set before you blessings and curses. I don't know about you, but I'll take the blessings for one million, Alex. I've had enough of the other side. And so I wanted to share this this portion today in hopes of you out there. I'm only talking to those of you who are there or who have been there or who may find yourself slipping there. That's why I'm so careful and cautious these days, oh my Lord, about who and what I talk to, who and what I entertain. I'm still unplugged from social media. I think since I did that episode when I talked about you know being unplugged, I've only signed on I think about two times and that was just to look up something and then I came right back off. I still do not have any of the apps on my phones or on my tablet. I don't spend a lot of time. I'm very cautious about the people I talk to on the phone. I'm very, very careful. I am guarding my mouth gate, my ear gates. I don't need any of that in my life. Don't want any of that in my life anymore. I'm even cautious about when I engage in conversation with people at the store. This used to be a good one. You'll be in line, especially at Walmart, and you know the cashiers are moving really slow, or they don't have enough cashiers, and people in line, somebody will always invariably turn around and they'll say, "This is like the worst Walmart. This is a," and before you know it, you're getting sucked right in. You're like, "Yeah, that's why." And next thing you know, you're on a complaining route, and then then it just seems like everything after that starts to go downhill. So we really do have to watch our words. We have to watch our thoughts. That's why um, Philippians 4 and 8 tells us to think on good things, positive things, virtuous things. It's time to really, really in this last hour, make sure that we're walking that straight and narrow because the Bible says broad is the way to hell and destruction. I don't know about you, but every single day I'm striving to enter in at the narrow gate. And it is not just about outward or overt sins. The Bible says all have sinned and fall short, but did you know that you could sin with your thoughts? Did you know that you could sin with worry? Did you know that you could sin with your tongue? It's all in the Bible. You can read it for yourself because I need to go ahead and close this down. I actually, I have some earlier podcast that I did, and I'm going to actually go back and listen to them myself when I get in my car later. I'm going to plug it up. Episodes seven, eight, and nine were all on speaking God's word, and I recorded them May 29th, May 29th, and June the 1st. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. Have a blessed day, and I'll talk to you soon.